This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Reel Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Guy. Uh, brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Paladin. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. This is you here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Going on, everybody. This is the final cast. I'm Brad. Ah, I'm Matt. <laughs> that was awkward. I know it's what it is. So, uh, we Allie was looking at uh one of our intro videos because she was figuring something out for this room. And she noticed that one where you like zoned out when we did the intro. You remember that? And you were just standing yes. there, just like staring at the camera. Yeah. She, she was like, "What was he doing?" I was like, "I don't know. He's being weird." I don't know either. Like, I, I honestly just think I fell asleep in my mind. I don't know. And you're just like, "Yeah." Oh, sorry, I zoned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. Fun. It happens. Everyone understands that. I did it today at work. I literally zoned out. I was sitting here in my chair. I was just looking just like this. And I don't know how long I was zoned out. And a customer just came up, just I was like, just did that. And he was like, You okay? I was like, Yeah, man. I was just looking at that beam over there. He's like, <laughs> and he looked over. He's like, What's wrong with it? I was like, 
nothing. I just focused on the beam and forgot where I was. You should have said something like, I'm predicting that this building is going to collapse. I I pray for that every day. <laughs> but, uh... Well, I'd have to get a new, uh... Co-host. No, I wouldn't die. Oh, okay. That's good. I'd get out. It's fine. (laughs) Or I'd die. Who knows? I mean, (laughs) it's all up in the air. Um, But yeah, man. um, I just want to talk about Saturday real quick. Because we braved some 50 mile per hour gust winds. That was crazy, And got rewarded. And you found your new favorite jerk bait. I did. We talked about it on the show a few weeks ago. The re-range 110 thing is nice. Some jackal. So, I went and bought uh, a Mega Bass the day after that just to have a jerk bait on Sunday. I threw it. That thing was not suspending. I don't know why. It was floating up like a rapella. Yeah, I, no I, don't, I remember you texted me about it, and I didn't, like, they make they do make floating ones, and typically the only time you see them float is when the water's like super cold. Yeah. So, and they usually they, they sink were... when it's cold. At least, like no, other yeah, that's, jerk baits do. That's what I meant. I mean, I got gotcha. you. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird, whatever. but yeah. Saturday, go ahead. So we went out uh, stretch a river that we know holds great fish. We were casting from the bank. Wasn't getting anything before he put the boats in. Put the boats in, and then within, I don't know, three minutes, you got a fish. Yeah. Like, it immediately. It was quick. And then I threw right over where I was wanting to throw, and then we caught, what, six fish in a matter of 20 minutes? Yeah. And they were all biggins. Like, every fish was big. Yeah. And it was awesome. I came away with a 19 and three quarter, or 19 and a half, a 19 and an 18 and a half. Yeah. It was awesome. My my, I only caught two there, two big ones. I caught a nineteen and a half and a eighteen and a half, I think, or an eighteen. Well, I can't remember. What was that first one? I thought the first one was a seventeen. Oh yeah, that first one was smaller. It was like a fifteen or something. Yeah, still good fish though. Yeah, but I, I mean, I had a limit for the whole day. Like we were out there for what, five hours. I caught eighty-seven inches, so I can't yep, complain. Say- that plus you had a bonus fish of a saw guy and you had a bonus fish of your tried and true catfish. A catfish on a jerk bait. That's so <laughs> weird, dude. Brad will catch them on the stupidest stuff every time. I caught that flathead on a Tokyo rig last year. I catch them on Joshies all the time. I can see the Tokyo rig because you're bouncing it off the bottom. That makes sense. I can understand that. The Joshi, I I mean I guess because how you fish it, because you bounce it off every rock you can find. So I can understand maybe. But the jerk bait. So weird. I've never caught a catfish on a jerk bait. I know people <laughs> have. I just have it. The only weird fish I've ever caught on a jerk bait was that hog sucker I caught like oh, yeah. a month ago. <clears throat> yeah. Which I mean, but it was a great day. And the, the wind started getting bad. And I called it when the back of my P127 came out of the water oh geez i didn't know yeah, that <clears throat> that's why when i started coming back i was like yeah dude i'm done my boat literally popped out of the water and i was like nope no more for me <laughs> that's crazy yeah dude it was it was crazy by the time we got done fishing like we were both pissed off oh like, yeah we we I got would... on the bank and i was just like sigh of relief like all right i'm going home yeah, they came home, and then I can tell you the rest of the night 
like Stacy, my wife, woke me up at like two in the morning thinking there was like a really bad thunderstorm, and it was just the wind. Fast house, it was crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. But oh well, we caught fish, so I was okay with it. Yeah, yeah, win-win. I'm about it. I floated um, Sunday though, and it was it was windy. It wasn't as windy, but it was still windy, like 15, 20 mile, 20 mile an hour wind. I floated, and I I was more pissed off that day than I than I was Saturday. Well, you only then, got one fish Sunday, right? Yeah, just one all day. It was bad. Yeah, I mean, everyone had issues. Like, I was actually happy I didn't go out Sunday for the simple fact that everyone I knew, like, was posting or they I texted them. They're like, yeah, dude, today just sucked. Couldn't catch a fish to save my life. And I was like, well, I didn't miss much, I guess. Yeah, you didn't. Except for Will, my buddy Will that I fished with. He caught an 18, a 17, and a 15 and three quarter. Lord. Yeah. He finds fish in the weirdest spots. Yeah, well, I, w- I was showing him like I was. I'm familiar with this, with this stretch. He's never been on it, so I was like, "Yeah, these spots good. This spots good." He caught the 18 within like the first 10 minutes of me pointing where the spot was. <laughs> it's all good. Though. Well, there you care. go. Brad's gonna open up his guide service in 2023. Uh, get ready to put your uh, name in so he can take you out on the river and show you where all the bigs are. Yep, and then we can take pictures. Buy all the landmarks and post them on all the uh, Facebooks for everybody to see. We got to spot burn as much as possible. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get in this week. Uh, I'm kind of happy or excited for this week. It's a technique that we probably all thrown, but talking, you know, some of our favorite (sighs) jigs. And we've brought back to this monumental episode. Nick Nacrelli to talk about jigs. Nick, how you doing? Getting jiggy I'm, with it. I'm good. 87 inches in that wind on uh, Saturdays for real because it was crazy here. Uh, yeah. I, I was busy, so I didn't get out. I did go out Sunday for a couple hours to uh, not watch that Colts game. And it was slow, resulting. I, don't know, I think I caught three or four fish, but uh, I was Ned Riggin working in a new rod. And uh, – yeah, it was. What rod? What rod you get? Ooh, well, I caught a sail over there at American Legacy Fishing. Dude, they got some good sails. I like so that website. Myself up a uh, G Loomis. It is their green series, so this is actually an inshore rod, uh, but it is a seven four, medium fast. Um, feels real nice. So I was through. <laughs> With Ned on it for the first time on Sunday. Uh, I've been throwing a tube on it, and I'll throw some, like, uh, get into it. Huh? Like these little Ned dude jigs, little Ned jigs. Good. I love those, man. And these little uh, hair jigs. These are from Nate's Custom Tackle or something like that. But they're like eight-pound little Ned heads with uh, marabou, little, little fur on there, little hair. And so it's a you, skirt with hair. The skirt with hair. That's cool. And you, I've thrown it with a trailer, like a, like a Ned, something like that, like a longer Ned style worm, four inch worm. Um, you can do that. Whatever little micro bait, little uh, TRD crawl Z or whatever they're called. Uh, but these are good, good little baits. And then the little Ned jigs. I got a question about those real quick. 
Do yeah. you consider that a Ned rig or an actual finesse jig? The little Ned one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's both. I don't know. I, I hear people argue about it, so I was just curious. What well, they you have thought. nothing yeah. to do with their lives. Stop that. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Like, I never got to do. That ain't a jig. That's a Ned rig with uh, uh, a screw on it. Okay, well, yeah, but I, a Ned rig, a Ned head is a jig head. It was originated as a mushroom shoe, a mushroom head jig. So yeah. it's the same damn thing. It doesn't have a skirt. Stop wasting your time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I never understood that argument because it's, it's a up. jig. A Ned head is a jig. Just like you said, it's a jig. Yeah. And now it's just got, oh, that's a Ned. It's a whole different tech. No, it's not. It's a, it's a jig. You know how I get like some of my <laughs> toughest bites? Like if I'm out there and I'm throwing a jig and nothing's biting, I work a jig just like I do a Ned rig. Yeah. Because a Ned rig yeah. is a jig. It's just, the, it's the same thing. It's just tiny. Yeah. It's like uh, a tiny finesse jig. The same thing. It's so stupid to argue about something like that. Like I could, I mean, there's some arguments in fishing I can, tolerate that is the dumbest thing like oh it's, a, it's not a jig it's not a net like, jig it's a net rig with a skirt but no dumpty it's a jig <laughs> a lot of things are jigs you know what else is a jig chatterbait you know what else yeah. is a jig a spinnerbait what do you think's in the front of that yeah you know what else is you know i mean uh, a swim bait head that's a jig head uh, whatever Care they're all jigs. Does it work At the end of the guys? day, yeah, jigs are great. All jigs. It's all matters. See, you opened a can of worms, Brad. And you know. Where go, Brad? I, dude, that's what I'm wanting to do, man. Like, yeah. I love stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't think it matters. I treat them as jigs. Um, also, you can treat about everything as jig. Uh, but True. you know, I do like those little. If things are real tough, like I said, I even though water's real low, pretty clear here. Not pretty. It's very clear here. Um, if I don't have to go down that route, I don't, yeah. which is kind of leads to the discussion um, of jigs and river jigs in particular, I believe, because that's what we all do here. Um, Before we jump into the river jigs, I got two things. One, that inshore rod is sweet. sweet. You're, it's awesome because inshore rods have so much more backbone. Yes. They're just legit. And two, thank you for mentioning when we did our swim bait series, the river to sea stuff, because I got a bastard. And oh my god! Oh, River City swim baits. River City swim. River City swim, not River to Sea. I don't know why I said yeah. that. This is this is this. The Whopper Plopper is that yes. with yeah, a, yeah. a spinner bait on it. Um, but yeah, uh, River City swim baits. That they had the that thing is amazing. I haven't I haven't yeah. got a fish in with it, but I've yeah. watched like nine fish. You will beat the crap out of it, and I love yeah. it. It'll happen. It'll happen. Those things have a real good swim. And the nice thing too about this is that you can uh, you can kind of bump them along pretty quick if you need to. And if you uh, learn the cadence, uh, depending on what your real handle length is or rod and all that stuff, uh, you can kind of get them to pop and fall out, and then and they and they dance a little bit. They're they're sexy little baits. They work. Yeah, those things. So thank you for bringing it up because the second he yeah. posted on Instagram, I think it was like a month ago, he's like, "Yeah, we've got X amount left in stock," and I was like, "Done." Like I literally bought it the second I saw it because whenever I try to get them, they were always out of stock. Yeah, I got a floating one, but that's okay. I've already put some lead wire on it, and it's yeah, it'll it's work. Fine. It'll work just yeah. yeah. And those it's little fine. storm strips work too if you're trying to play with it. I mean, those, that's a real easy way to, to to learn how to do that. Yeah, I've got 
like 18 packs of the storm strips, but I don't know where they're at. Uh, along with 99% of the rest of my crap, I don't know. I was gonna say that (laughs) you don't know where any of it is. I've got two like this stuff, I know where it's at because it never moves, like it just stays there and I refill them as I use them. But the stuff on my table. Like I'll get it out to talk about like what like what we're doing tonight. I got my jig like my river jig box out to talk about the jigs. If I don't remember to put them all back in the box, they will live on this table for the next yeah. month. Oh, I've got my these are all reserve jigs that I'll be showing. Um and my jig box is out and ready for everything to be put up. My <laughs> my rod <laughs> sleeves are over here ready to be put back on rods. Um so yeah, I've been playing with that uh, that new Loomis rod. Um only caught a couple fish on it. Feels really good. I think it'll do fine on that little jig. Uh, those little smaller jigs, uh, eighth ounce to probably three sixteenth to a quarter. It's rated up to three eighths is what I'll do with that. So um, occasionally I'll throw like a. I'm not, I didn't get one out, but a uh, like a bitsy bug jig. They're not. They work. They fall apart. Um, but it's a, like a what three dollar jig, four dollar jig. Yeah, yeah. two ninety nine. You $2.99. don't like them. No, lower? they're not. I'm saying they're lower. I got I, so I have. Uh, I haven't bought one in a long time. Two forty nine. Most of these are all uh, uh, Bitsy Bugs, and I got them for ninety seven cents at Walmart. Nice. Wow. No, I bought Dude, a, I like the Bitsy Bug, man. I bought a ton a long time ago. That you're not going to catch twenty fish on it. It's not. No. It's a not. It's a dollar jig. Okay. Yeah, it is. It oh. is a dollar jig. I'll give yeah. you that. And that's what uh, they work. Yeah. Well, and guess what? If you blow one and you snap it off who cares um exactly that that's a nice thing um about those about those jigs these tungsten and jigs that we're going to talk about can you know they work very well and they hold up but um you know it's a tungsten jig it's not cheap yeah, yeah. very much you so. catch sales. yeah you do have I to like, catch sales i'll give you that no that bitsy bug jig's nice it's just like the uh, gauge of the hook man you, you need a pretty stout Pretty stout rod to set the hook with that thing, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, for that particular jig, like I said, I'm playing with things, but this this Loomis rod seems to have a little bit more backbone. It is a seven foot four, which um, I like longer rods, uh, especially for single hook baits. I just think, yeah. especially out of a kayak, it helps you way more than it hurts you unless unless you're just using way too heavy of a rod. Um, so, but out of the river, I for a lot of stuff we're going to talk about, um, I, I tend to not be throwing like a heavy. Um, like I said, that that Lewis rod is a 7.4 medium fast. Seems like kind of a stout medium, but nothing over the top. Yeah. I also got a, a new setup. Um, it's, I've had it for a little while. But I picked up a Zodius. Um, it's a seven. What's the model number here? It's a seventy-two ml. So it's actually a medium light, extra fast. Now this is kind of a niche rod, um, but it's rated to a half ounce. Now I doubt I will do that, but I've been playing with um, like eighth ounce jig heads. Uh, yeah. I currently have a uh, Oka shear head tied on. Um, but I'm also going to probably sometime soon throw like a three-eighths ounce, which will go right in the next one. The Kitech. Oh, dude. Tunks, uh, Finesse Football version two. 
This is a little tungsten jig. I caught my PB smallmouth twice on uh, that model jig, two different jigs, um, the last couple weeks. Um, money. And like I said, I'm going to try that one on this 7.2 medium light. Brad, recommendation uh, with the Scorpion. How do you like it? I like it. I've had to mess with the brakes a little bit. I think I'm still yeah. kind of um, dialing that in and just kind of getting the reel broken in itself. Yeah. But no, it's, it's pretty tight. Um, I like it. Um, yeah, but I did not catch my big fish on that um, setup. So I don't know if you guys want to jump in on some river jigs, where we're going to go. You so I think talk- I wanted to talk a little bit more about that Kitek jig. Let's talk about it. I'm going to say, we'll, I, let's do this. Let's start so we're just not hopping all over the place. I think we should start smallest to biggest, like in certain situations while you're using certain jigs in the river. So, Because obviously, we kind of already hit on the finesse jigs. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would be a bad thing to kind of talk about that Ned Rig a little bit more and then some of the jigs we like to use in the finesse situation. Sure. And then move into, because believe me, I, I'm a big fan of those Kitek tungstens as well. They're fantastic. I love them to death. Um, so we can get into that a little bit. Does that work for everybody? Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. You tell me where you want to go. Dope. All right. Let's start with finesse jigs. So we kind of already hit on that. The, you had um, the Z man micro, yeah. the net head, the net jig. Yep. Um, we can talk about that a little bit. Um, Cause a, they're, they're for, they're affordable. You can get them just about everywhere. They're, um, they're about the same price as a bitsy bug. Like, cause you get yeah. two in a pack. Yep. Yeah. So, so basically same thing. Um, but yeah, that's- I think they get snagged easier than a bitsy bug. Probably. Well, yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah. That's why I'm happy you have one because I didn't bring one. I thought I meant to bring one in, but I forgot. So it's in a different box. A little two-strand weed guard. Uh, basically, if I'm throwing this guy, it's because uh, I'm not quite ready to throw an actual Ned Rig. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I like to throw um, just around cover, especially um, – you know, I think a lot of what we're going to be talking about is going to apply for late summer through fall into winter, early winter for sure. Actually, probably all winter too. Yeah. But if things are tough, and I know I've caught these little uh, fish um, kind of cruising up shallow in, in those times, um, just popping around along, and I like to either have that Z-Man um, micro, like with a two-and-a-half-inch craw. I forget what the name of it is. I'm sorry, Glenn. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, great episodes. The bugs, TRD bugs. Uh, TRD those, bugs. Are, those are great, and then the, just the ones with little pinchers that float. Uh, oh, uh, the 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 TRD crawl. The TRD crawl, whatever it's called. Those are great on there, and then sometimes too, I will. Uh, I like to use the um, the strike team, the rage chunk, which have the which is just a little chunk body with the smaller crawls. Um, that would be more in uh, late summer early fall probably um but right now it'll be those little trd crawls uh, i like the bugs too those work and then even um even just a trd yeah that, yeah that's that's that work it means a trd still but it, you're not throwing an open too open of a uh, of a of a head and then you you know you get the skirts it's a jig yeah it's cool. get a better bite it's cool with the uh, when you when you put the TRD on that 
uh, finesse jig. It's cool because the hair goes like that, and then the TRD is right in the middle just doing this. I think it looks cool. Yeah, it's super enticing how I look at it. Um, I, I, I'm a huge fan of those little finesse jigs. Now, I'm kind of like you, where Nick, where I like I throw it only if I have to. Like if I really have to go super micro, that's what I'm throwing it, or really small because they're being super picky. But I just like it because it's unlike an open head on Ned Ray, it gives it a little bit more body. So I feel like, especially when they're maybe finicky, but they're eating still, they're just not wanting to eat anything big. And you don't, I don't want to throw a Ned rig because I just get bored with it. Uh, I can kind of trick my mind into throwing the, the Ned jig because it's still a jig in my head because it has a skirt and it's a proper jig. It's just tiny, um, but it gives it a little bit more body and kind of entices them to want to eat a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I'm a huge fan of, I got three or four of them. I agree with Brad. They do get stuck a lot. Um, yeah. As much as a net regular net yeah. rig with no weed guard, because like you said, it's just a, it's a super small two strand, so that's not stopping a whole lot. Especially yeah. if you think you have a bite, because obviously it happens with rods now; they're so sensitive. You, you might think you have a bite or something, you set the hook; it's it's not stopping much. So no, and you can even too if one of these little things. I mean, you can fish this like a swim jig if you want. <laughs> uh, I throw like one of those little micro swim baits on the back or. Uh, straight tail swim bait styles and you can do the same thing uh it's just a little smaller package than you know your standard swim jig um that's what's nice about all of these i mean this one in particular a couple other ones to talk about is that they are pretty versatile if you want them to be uh again you can drag this thing along with you if you want to hop it along um probably not going to throw this little guy into uh anything too heavy um and hopefully wherever I am casting it, there's kind of a visual sight line out of it for me. Um, and I think that's kind of where that jig will, will prevail. Um, yeah, probably not one I'm going to throw into a lay down too much unless I know I can pull it through um, yeah. or swim it out rather. Um, but very effective little guy. Um, you know, like I said, it's not my, my go-to, but uh, definitely something I'll do. Yeah. I mean, it's, you, you brought up, you know, it's jigs are super versatile. And I agree. I mean, you look at a uh, old Gerald Swindle himself said, they asked him if you can only use one bait and they asked a lot of yeah. guys in tour one day. And he said, they all said a jig. Cause I can throw it as a jig and bounce it. I could flip it into cover. I can swim it. I can do everything with just a single jig, which is what's awesome. Um, I can just segue right over into the, it's a bitsy bug. And we already kind of talked about it, but it's a, it's a bitsy swim jig bug. 50 bucks swim jig. The what do you got version. on the back of it? Yeah. So I throw a three inch, three inch spark shad right on the back of it. Mm. So one of the small spark shads. Um, and the joy of it, I, I can throw this as a swim jig, or I like to throw this a lot. Uh, when I know they're feeding up on bait fish and stuff, I'll throw it out there and I'll just take it off the bottom, like a bait fish skipping the bottom, trying to get little stuff. Um, cause a lot of times that's where they'll ambush the fish. So they'll come up at an angle behind it because the fish can't see directly behind and up to it and they'll smack them. So you just throw this out there. You can swim if you want or throw it and just let it kind of tick right across the bottom and you'll get a lot. You'll find when you bring your fish in and you hook them and whatnot, you'll find a lot of your bites are in the upper jaw right here, yeah. literally right there every time. Cause they came from behind and engulfed on the ground. You usually feel the hit cause they're smashing right into the ground for it. So it's pretty cool. Um, and it's an easy way to throw it. And it again, just like, you know, Nick, what you said earlier, it's a bitsy bug. It's at most times you can find them at Walmart places for a dollar, a dollar fifty. If you lose it, who cares? It's not the end of the world. 
I mean, this spark shot on the back costs the same as the jig itself. So yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's three fourths of a TRD worm or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, too, uh, s- river swim jigging is a s- sneaky technique that a lot of, not a lot of people do. Dude, remember we talked about that after Z-Man released their micro swim jig? I'm like, man, I need to try that. That sounds fun. Yep. Yeah, you can do a lot with a swim jig on the river, especially if they're uh, if they're hiding middle of the day, whatever, and they're running out of stuff, uh, lay downs, whatever, whatever you're and- on, whatever, whatever structure. Um, it's a it's a good compliment to using like a spinner bait too. Like if the water's too clear or something in the summertime, you're not gonna throw a spinner bait. Yeah. Throw the swim jig. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I want a spinner bait bite or a chatter bait bite so bad. Um <laughs> I know, dude. I, I've not caught a fish on a moving bait since I, I don't know, end of, beginning of August. Like That's I, crazy. It, it's been so low and clear here that like there's not even for me anyways, I've not found it. I know some people have. Like I've not found a topwater bite in middle of September. I've got one posted on my Instagram. I caught a like a nineteen on a Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a cast to catch of it. Um, it's a great fish, but I think that's the last one I caught on, on topwater. Like I've been finesse jig dragon. Um, that's been my thing since second week of August. Now it's produced. I have results. Um, it's not my. I love fishing a jig. But it's been sort of uh, this has been my my late summer fall class in uh, dragon finesse football jigs around, um, just because just I've been looking for a bite, in particular a big bite, so that I can hope you know I, I ended up finishing my Smalley Games board, um, but that was sort of the goal. Um, yeah, dude, you caught on fire that last like yeah. month and a half. Yeah, dude, I, I just went to, went to work. That was uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, just I still, if Wait. I was playing the game, I probably, I don't think I would have it completed yet. You'd be, I think, you'd be closer than you think. I, I'm, I'm close. I'd be close, but I'm not there yet. It's been a bad year for me. <laughs> I, I just had a super slow um, spring. Like I don't think I finished that first section until like July or end of July. Um, and then as summer went on and into fall, I kind of got it. But, um, yeah, uh, I, like I said, I've, you know, I will do um, almost anything technique-wise to not have to go that super finesse and throw, uh, you know, the, the net and, 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 and that stuff. Um, although I do like a tube, so uh, whatever. Um, so I've just been doing a lot of it. And um, what jig do you want to go into next? Uh, I want to stop because we're talking about finesse jigs. Brad doesn't think it's a finesse jig. I think it's a finesse jig. It's the what? Jig Masters finesse jig. Oh, dude, I don't know, dude. It's just not as small as all the other finesse jigs, man. Um, so, and you're like, right. it's just like, less so bulky. That's it. Here's here's the Bitsy Bug with a trailer on it, and here's the Jig Masters finesse jig. It's it's the same size as this with the trailer. That's without a, a trailer on it. I mean, it's it's. But I think it's finesse jig, and I can tell you this has been my go-to pretty much all year. Brad can attest to this. On days people were having issues catching yeah. fish, I was pulling fish out left and right on this thing. Yeah. Um, tiny fish and big fish didn't matter. But what I love about it is it has an EWG hook. Yes. And tell them the part a, you don't like about it. The part I like about it and don't like about it are the same part. It's the <laughs> twist lock. 
And it's awesome because you can put like I've been throwing a ton of the uh, Guggen rattling chunks on it to give it a little bit yep. of sound and been smashing it. It's the best product Guggen makes. It's the only one I actually use and enjoy. I've heard that's a good um, one. But what I. Huh? So I've heard that's a good one. It is. And I like it. I mean, I buy I have six or seven packs now just because I continually buy them. Yeah. I will say they are they're they're like an original. They're like an original Senko. They are a one to two fish bait and they rip apart. But. <laughs> It's awesome. The wire guard is awesome because it it or the uh, twist guard or twist lock is great, but it also sucks because I want to throw like the Nico crawl on there because it yeah. looks amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's a last tech, and it's I can't get it on there. And I never bring my lighter. Yeah, you got to keep up. Keep a lighter in your in your in your PFD. Yeah, dude. And I have one in there now. I put one in the other day. Why don't so you just use your I, crack lighter, dude? Well, I mean, we if we fish Dayton, I, surprisingly, I probably could just go look for one. But I tell you what, this has been fantastic. I switched to this jig probably mid June. I was using a uh, just a regular Jig Masters uh, uh, football head and then a, a casting jig earlier in the year, and I switched to this, and I got hit over and over. This is actually one that I have a bait on. You can literally put it up on there texas rig it and now you're completely weedless without having to worry about a weed guard or anything so i mean i've run this through like the nastiest cover you can find and had zero issue getting it out um which is great for the river because as anybody who knows if you want to start throwing jigs in the river get ready to start losing them because they'll get hung up and everything they'll get stuck behind a rock down in a crevice yeah the hook will get exposed and that your weed guard no matter how stout it is will literally push right past and it'll get stuck and then you're up a creek and you're ticked because you've dropped lost your eighth jig on the trip yeah um this has been fantastic for that because i can throw this it's heavy enough this is a quarter ounce it's heavy enough to where i can get it i can bomb it if i want to or throw it in some cover and it zips to the bottom quick um but yeah, I love this thing. This has become like a super go-to to me. I'll throw it anywhere, but it's been great on the river. So, right on. I would also just piggyback on that. Um, you can take almost any jig and start trimming away and cutting on that thing and yeah. turn it into a much more finessier jig. True. Uh, you, you know, you can make a half ounce jig look like that cool little quarter ounce jig, which I I need to buy some of those. Um, I should probably put an order in soon because I want to get some of his uh, net heads too. Uh, I've got them. They're sick. Yeah, they, look they good. are sweet. They work good. I like them. Good. Um, and I think they work especially well with the uh, super plastic, like the Nikos and the TRD type stuff or Z-Man. Yeah. I had the uh, Nico Leech on my EWG this past weekend. It worked awesome. I didn't lose a single all right. one. Well, that's all I need to hear. Um, <laughs> that uh, Leech is awesome, by the way. You need to try that thing. Dude, you need to. Uh, yeah. That that's yeah. the best Ned rig small bait I've ever used ever. It's like a four or five inch worm too. It's not real small either. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's great. Like I like I firmly believe in the if you can upsize where you can philosophy. Um, whereas instead of like I've not thrown that leech, but um, and it's not the exact same shape, but like I'll throw even you know on like a um, sometimes like even some of these jigs that we're going to talk about, like like the uh, four point three or 4.8 inch, like six cents Ned fry, which you can cut down real easily. That thing looks just like a giant TRD or even the big TRD you can put on the back of a jig. If, if your keeper system works with the plastic. Um, yeah. There's all sorts of options in, in that, in those regards. I think Ryan yeah, what it throws is the big TRD. Yeah. He does. Yeah. But you want to yeah. play with jig masters for a second? Yeah. I mean, that's fine. We can say with them. That works. Just, uh, because um, 
their finesse or their football jig um, is great. It. It, it, it's, it. a, it's a great jig. I've thrown um, both the light wire and the heavier wire, the HD. Um, I think it just depends on equipment, what you're, which hook you're, which one you want to throw. Uh, I'd probably throw the, the HD on, you know, obviously a heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would, uh, I like uh, kind of figured out, a uh, really good river um, football jig um, setup um, that I originally picked the rod up for when I went to Michigan um, for a deep, clear reservoir or lake that I didn't actually get to. Um, <clears throat> out in there though, so next next summer I'll be back there. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I like the light wire too, especially on the river. Um, I think it helps when they grab it and they swim at you, gives you a chance to not have to flip yourself out of the kayak when you set the hook. Um, so yeah, those are great. And then also too, I, uh, I throw the three, uh, three eights and the half ounce, um, flipping jig. Um, that's also a great river bait. It's for, a you know, for throwing in the river, um, these things pop loose really well. Um, yeah. like you probably can't see it on this, but the, the top of the jig is like ground and rounded. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Uh, no color. There you go. Dimples. You got dimples on that head. Yeah, he's he's run his through. Caught some. It... Sorry, Nick. Really you... good, really good jigs. Um, that freeze up. Yeah, just for a second. Yeah. So, uh, Jig Master. Great, great, great product uh, from from Cody up there in Northern Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't, glad we found those, man, because that I, football jig's amazing. I yeah, agree. I actually, great. uh, I don't think he's made a. I haven't tried a bad thing he's made. Like anything I've gotten has not been bad. Like the sled heads are like all I use now for big joshies. Those are good. His EWG heads. We just, me and Brad, just got those. Those things are sick. Um, his spinner baits are awesome, man. His spinner baits are amazing. Yeah. I actually just got my first one in a dark horse box last month, and I love that thing. It's all right, oh, it's freaking awesome. I will say though, good. Uh, the spinner, his spinner baits, you gotta slow roll them because if you start like speed rolling them, they like tend to go on its side. I yeah. think it's because the shape of the head, but I don't know. I love that. I still love that spinner bait. Slow rolling that thing. I need to get some uh, some spinner baits for uh, those spring those spring high waters. Keep her on the bottom. Yeah. But shout out to uh, Jig Masters, great jigs. Um, I, I use them quite a bit on the river. I kind of oh, have yeah. my jig stuff like narrowed down these days into like mm-hmm. three companies, basically like Jig Masters, Beast Coast, and Kitek. Um, uh. Is that Kitech kind of like a? Uh, that's what I was going to ask earlier. Is it like the uh, missile baits one that Justin uses? So, um, it's. I mean, it's a football head. Um, so no, I know which one you're talking about. Um, but this one, you can get these up to. Um, this is. I have like three eighths and half ounce. Um, but hopefully, you can see that it is a pretty light hook. Yeah. Um, it's not a big beefy one. So this is really works well for those smaller trailers. Um, this has been my little killer. Um, I caught a 20 and a half, which at the time was my PB. And then like two weeks later, I caught a 21, um, on these little dudes, just like 
dr- like slow slow rolling it essentially mm-hmm. like a spinnerbait, like but just keeping bottom slow. contact, just tick 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 tick, and tra- trailer wise that rage chunk, um, smallie beaver cut down is really good on that. Um, I also like the six cents stroker crawls, both the the, the two point four or whatever it is, and the three six whatever those are, whatever the sizes are, the small one and the bar, the, the large one, cut them down. He um, said beaver and stroker. That's right, baby. That's <laughs> what we're known for. Um, but uh, yeah, these things are great. And here's a little tip from a from a text chain I was in. If you are on the Kai Tech website, use uh, Crow C R W E at checkout to save some money. And that's a smallmouth guy, Jeremy Crow, up in Michigan. Uh, oh yeah, um, I think it's like a twenty percent code. So it's oh uh, wow. Um, there you go. Uh, I just made an order not ago. Um, these jigs are sick. Um, I am a huge fan. Um, now, if you're looking for something that is fairly sim- similar, these also do. I just want to, they, they have a weed guard. It's not. It's not real stout. Uh, I feel like with these um, finesse um, football jigs, you're not really like banging on them like when you're flipping a jig in heavy cover, like real close quarters combat type. Type mm-hmm. fishing. Yeah. This is kind of a a real end sweep set um kind of hook set that you're looking for. Um so I think in those regards you're 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 better off with like um a medium heavy rod. Um I like longer rods as I stated earlier. Um uh, maybe even like a fast if it's a little bit of a slower fast, that's fine too. Um kind of what I've been using <coughs> excuse me has been the um St. Croix Victory, they're, they named this series of rods for some reason. Um, uh, this one's called the Max Marshall. Uh, but it is a 7-foot-5 right. medium-heavy fast. Um, if you're fishing deeper water, it's great. Um, and I just think that that longer rod, extra leverage, and a little softer um, tip is beneficial. <clears throat> Um, so this has been like my football jig rod for the river. Um, and I've, I've been super, super happy with it. Um, I throw a 15 pound fluorocarbon on there. And yep. all I would say is if you're dragging a, a football jig a lot, check your line yeah, and, and retie, uh, that'd yep. be the, the biggest thing. Yeah, I can, I can definitely attest to that. Uh, I was out a couple, what, a week and a half ago with a buddy and he was throwing a swim jig, what we were throwing through. He had 12 pound on and we were throwing through a lot of grass and the next cast, all you hear is snip and you're, and it went flying. It was a, a Waze, a mega bass Waze, which is like Jeez. a $7 uh, underspin swim jig. And he was like, I don't know what happened. I was like, check your line where it broke. You going up. He's like, Oh, it's nicked up real bad. I was like, yeah, buddy, you got to check your line. Cause you're running into a bunch of crap. And it's the same thing with jigs, jigs, especially yep. we're doing a lot of bottom contact check your line i don't care if you have cigar tatsu yeah, sunline sniper i don't care what it is unless you have braid and even then you don't want to check it yeah. um well, that's the good thing i like about jig masters though like the way the head shapes design you got that flat part and then like the part where you tie is like up off the bottom 
No, so yeah, it's a dragon. And, and that so let's uh that's actually a great point, Brad. Um <clears throat> if you can see on my hat the where the line tie is is right here. I mean, yeah. it's so you you should be a lot of the times um this should help protect your knot a little bit. Yeah. Um you know, it's not like a 60 degree. It's it's actually like a 90. Um but yeah, still, it doesn't matter. You, you got to check your line, especially if you're running 12. Like the 15 holds up a little bit better. Um, I have Invisex on that rod, 15 pound Invisex. On that Zodius, that medium light, I have 12 pound Invisex, but I've not thrown the jig on it yet. I'm, I'm going to. I think I will probably wait till it's a little colder um, to, to mess with the 12 just because I love that Invisex. Um, I throw a ton of their 20 pound for, for swim baits and uh, I, I have a lot of it, um, but it's still 12 pound and that makes me scared. <laughs> I don't like that. I, I mean, I tell you what, my jig rod uh, that I've used pretty much all year with those quarter ounce jig masters. And I've, I mean, I've laid into fish has been 12 pound sunline. That's all I've used. And at first, because I've always been a 15-pound for jigs, I'm using 15-pound. Sometimes heavier jigs in deeper water, I'm using 17-pound. Um, but I've oh, just sure. laid in with that 12-pound, and it, it's been choice. Sidebar, I sidebar, don't, don't get L-Y-N. No, yeah, I heard. Not, yeah, <laughs> L-Y-N is big poopy. No, my, my actual uh, my thing for the, um, for the 12 or 15 has nothing to do with uh, – even uh, big hook sets, I that I trust. Just the uh, abrasion resistance. That's it. It's just line yeah. depth there. I mean, it has nothing to do yeah. with yeah. the line. I think it's a great line. I love it. Um, I wouldn't say it if I didn't use it. Um, but uh, yeah, the 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 Kitech has been a, a, a just a the Kitech V2 tungsten finesse football. Uh, if you're looking, and I think if you, I think they offer a quarter ounce. So. You could do fine with this on a um, medium uh, uh, fast spinning rod, and, and yep. get oh, yeah. I mean, even if you're rated to a half ounce, it's three eighths. You're still fine. Um, you know, depending on what you're fishing, and if you're fishing where it's just kind of chunk rock stuff like that, you're gonna be, you're gonna be fine. They're, they're wonderful. Dudes. I need to get me some. I've always eyeballed them, but never did pull the trigger. They're solid, but I also have um, have one uh, that is the uh, the Beast Coast uh, OW sniper, uh, which stands or the uh, stands for the Open Water Sniper. Um, this is a no weed guard huh. uh, finesse football. That's interesting. Um, now this does have a heavier hook on it. Um, I've caught fish with these. I uh, use that same 7.5 uh, medium heavy setup. It does just fine. Um, I love the Beast Coast jigs. Uh, I fish, well, I think like four different ones for the river. Um, this sniper, and then on tied on right now on that 7.5 is their, I don't remember the name of it, um, but this is that. Same, a little bit larger football jig than the OW Sniper. Heavier hook, has a weed guard, uh, has done real well so far. Caught a couple fish on it. Um, and, yeah, so that's like a, just a different one. If you're into 
the Beast Coast products, um, I think they're awesome. Uh, I throw their uh, their flipping delight. Their uh, uh, creature plastic has flapping appendages. Mm-hmm. Cut that thing down; it'll fit on most of their jigs. Um, the Blade Runner for the chatterbait. Woo, that's a good one. You can cut that, snip that little tail back a little bit more. You get a little double flange action. Oh uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, Beast Coast, man. Um, I mean, you can do a lot with Beast Coast and Jigmaster jigs. Let's put it that way. Um, so go into, let's let's stop real quick. Go into uh, Beast Coast because I'm not familiar with them at all. I uh, wasn't either until you said something about it a few weeks ago. Uh, I would say, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know it like the most, but uh, old, old Alan or old Andrew Hayes uh, did a uh, little bit of an interview with them a while back on uh, Tackle Talk. Um, it's an East Coast. I think they're out of Massachusetts. It might be Connecticut. It might be Vermont. I don't. It's one of them. Um, it's one of the fifty states. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> Beast Coast. Uh, they offer quite a few um, really, really good tungsten jig. Um, I've I've had a lot of success with their stuff uh, the last couple of years, especially this year. It's been more of a of a jig year for me. Um, so this OW sniper, again, it is a finesse football jig. I think this is a three eighths. Um, actually, it's it is. It's marked on the side. Isn't that nice? Uh, <laughs> right, you know, it's a tungsten jig, so super sensitive. Um, a little bit heavier hook than the the, the Kitek. Uh, but you know, again, do you want to throw this into a uh, deep bush or you know wood and lay down? No, you don't. Um, there's yeah. a moon yard. It's meant for that. It's meant for dragging and pulling it along the bottom. So, rocky points, dams. If, if you don't think there's a lot of wood in the water, um, deep structure. That's where I think this is really does damage. Huh. I have to remember so, that. Yeah, but I'll say talk about because I know Kitek. When you say tungsten, period, it's expensive. Just how it is. It's tungsten. Yes. Uh, the Kitek jigs. The biggest reason why I've I've picked one up. It's also on the table somewhere. I don't know where it's at. I know. I remember last time I messed with it, it was on the table. I don't know where I did with it, though. And it's under a bunch of crap, and I'm too lazy to move it. Um, but the Kitek jigs, even in field and stream or anything, can be anywhere. I've seen them for 350 all the way up to 6 bucks yeah. for the jig. Um, how does Beast Coast compare in price to the Kitek tungstens? Um, I think they're pretty similar uh the nice thing is though if you get on that beast coast site um i think it's beastcoast.com uh, and you sign up for their newsletter you get deals like quite a bit like you'll okay. get 20 awesome. percent off code uh, i think they're running one now or it just ended um and but like so the ow sniper beast coast great jig super comparable to the Kitek. uh now let's talk about a couple other beast coast jigs where I have. Uh, we talked briefly about the the beefed up version of the uh, OW sniper. This one has the weed guard. It's like the Max Feel football jig. Or it's it'll be on their website. It's, it's new. It's released like a month ago. Also good, a little heavier. But if you are, what I think it's one of their best jigs. Is there? It's called the Little Magnum. It's now, like a, what is that like an arky head type? Yeah, but it um, but it's so weight forward. Like this is a half ounce that yeah. it drops. 
Like oh, it is okay. a great flipping jig. Um, these things are nasty. Um, if you have the right cover, laydowns, anything you kind of want to be able to throw against, like vertically, and let one drop in, whether it's a bridge piling behind a big boulder in the river, even deep, um, these things are nasty. Uh, chunky little hook on there. I think it's a. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's a big. One. I like those type of uh, bait keepers on it too. I was about to get to that. Yeah, those are fantastic. I threaded this with the big. Um, z-man t uh crawl again with like the pinchers and then the other oh, yeah. kind of speed crawl version too these uh once you know once you know how to thread those on a jig well, i think that's the biggest battle is learning how to put the z-man stuff on yeah any sort of head uh Pro crawls yes yes yeah the bigger ones yeah like that three and a half inch version or whatever he has yeah um yeah these things are really good uh i got onto a a pretty good late summer bite with these. Again, bridge pilings, laydowns, um, any place where there was an ambush point that you could toss up next to and drop one down, those things are killer. Um, kind of in the same vein, and the last one I have actually is this. It's the Beast Coast Vanquished Jig. Now, this is also oh. a decent jig, but like the... It has a more stand-up jig head style. Right. Now, it's not quite as vertical as the Jig Masters, but with a little tension, as you can see, it's going to stand up with you. Uh, this is also because of the head design. It has that flat head. Yep. This thing is a nasty little um, skip jig. So, lay down. Like, there's certain sections, which I'm not going to say on here because Fred – you know where they're at, and we've talked about them. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know Matt, where I caught it, 21. Yeah, exactly. Matt, we'll show you that, too. Um, <laughs> where the water's right, there's this particular section where there's a lot of overhang. And, whew, um, like, literally last October, I think it was like a year ago, uh, I was out there, pulled, flipped on, skip it up. We actually had some rain. It was wonderful. Slipped it up <laughs> there under this overhang. Dingo. Uh, 18 inches. I'm like, sweet, that's a sweet November fish. I look over, rogue pit bull running the bank. I was like, nap town baby, 317. This is perfect. This is what it's about. <laughs> um, I actually saw a rogue pit too after that 21. I was like, what's that noise behind me? This thought it was a squirrel or something, or a pit no, it's just, it's just a giant gray pit just staring at me. Like, what the hell, man? What are you doing? You're ruining my good time. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> So, um, so for those heavier um, flipping style jigs, since I have one more rod, since we're talking a little bit of all that stuff, uh, the Dobbins Caden. This is the seven forty five, seven foot four, he mag heavy fast. So uh, more heavy plus, I would say. Dobbins yeah. runs a little light. I actually have a uh, jig master's jig on here, um, half ounce one. And then I run 20-pound fluorocarbon, um, sometimes 17. But I think if you're running a 200-size reel and it's sort of a dedicated jig rod, 20 pounds. I know people are like, oh, I can't throw 20 on the river. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I catch idiots line all the time. It's like 200-pound braid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some 40-pound flads in that river. I get it. But you're not finding them. Not with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's shark braid. Um, 
<laughs> so 20 pounds is fine. Um, if that scares you or was intimidating for some reason, use 17. Um, but as always, when you're fishing a jig, check your knots, check your line. Yeah. Yeah, Anytime. for sure. So for the people out there who, because like you said, jig fishing on the river really isn't a super common thing to do. A lot of guys are thinking like the same thing as I know people who won't throw a Senko in the river because they're like smallmouth won't eat a Senko or a wacky rig. I'm one of those guys. I won't throw a wack, wacky rig because I've never seen smallmouth eat one. I know it happens. It happens. First 20 I, yeah, I ever I caught was on a wacky. Exactly. I just can't. I, boring. I agree. But for some reason, I just can't bring myself to do it. But for the people out there, because I mean, that that last jig you had um, was I'm guessing was what a half ounce or three eighth jig master. Uh, the, uh, that was a half ounce. So a half ounce. And then you had um, from looking out, I didn't get a good look at your plastic. We looked almost like maybe a stoker crawl, the full size, maybe cut down a little bit or something. Uh, yeah, that's um, the, uh, Rage bug, I think. Okay, so like a full size rage bug, it's not the it's not a small piece of plastic. No, Even you no. cut it down, it's it's super big body. So basically, what I'm getting at is how how would you tell someone, hey, you don't always have to throw a finesse jig. You can throw a full size jig because people think smallmouth rivers, small baits. It's what they think yeah. automatically. Um, I know. I mean, I've thrown full size baits, never had an issue with it. But how do you explain to people if they were ask you, hey, what jig should I throw? And you say, oh yeah, throw a half ounce jig master uh, and a rage crawler stroker call just cut down just a little bit they're like well that's huge what do you say say yeah but you know catching jimmies all day gets boring yeah. uh, i mean that gets old like i i love having good numbers days like anybody else does sometimes you need them sometimes you need those days where you just turn and swing on them. i get it um but if you fish tournaments or you just want to upsize your bite, I mean, I think that's the biggest reason. It's the same reason why you throw a, a glide bait on the river or a rat or um, a seven inch fluke. Uh, those are the same reasons you're looking to upsize your bite. I feel like there are days where I am going to get the same number of bites with one of these little finesse football jigs uh, that I will with a Ned rig. I also think in that same time, I'm going to get a bigger bite occasionally. Not every time, because at the same time, you got to know where you're fishing and put a bait by fish. Because what we're really talking about with these football jigs a lot of times is clear clearer water situations, especially on a river. Now, yeah. if it is muddy and there's a ton of current, I also throw a jig. It's typically going to be a half-ounce jig, and it's going to be black. Or yeah, black. Throw it up in the freaking cover throw as tight as you can. Everything. Yep. And tumble it even down riffles or off the side of them, right on the eddy. Yep. Same thing. But... I think, too, um, sometimes it's good to throw a big jig trailer on. Sometimes you want to trim everything up a little bit. Just make it a touch more finessey. But I also go by the rule of thumb is if a rock bass will eat a half-ounce jig, so will a smallmouth. Uh, if a four-inch bluegill will hit a 110 whopper plopper, so will a smallmouth. Yeah. Uh, it's why I don't throw the regular Rico and I throw the Rio Rico because it's a quarter-ounce bigger. I hope that means it's a half-ounce or half-inch bigger fish um they don't know they're eating it's a it's a it's a prey response when when you're running one of these little finesse footballs on the bottom with let's say um a, a waving crawl trailer one that t puts up a ton of action well that's what you want you want them to see it from 10 12 feet out because it is clear water and come rushing now and when you start fishing shallow water like i've been fishing a lot this year because i have to uh, you start seeing those fish wake in 10 inches of water towards one of those baits. It is awesome. 
Um, yeah. I caught a 19 on the backside of a dam, and this fish, like, I think watched it go by and waited and then just went berserk, you know, straight shark mode towards a seal, like, at the, you know, at my feet, crushed it because I was on my kayak, but I went to this island and whatever, whatever, whatever. And I mean, one of those hook sets where, you know, you have eight feet of line off the tip of your rod and it rushed in clear water straight at me. Didn't care. Killed that damn thing. That's uh, awesome. But you're looking for a visual bite. Now, as the water cools down uh, now, uh, I'll, you know, I'll have that smallie beaver on that uh, TRD bugs, uh, something with a little less action, but still, you know, when you're pulling it, there's something. And then you pause it every, you know, give it a pause and shake it if you want. Um, but you know, you know, unless they're rushing it when, you know, when you see it, like this isn't like an explosive, explosive bite. Sometimes they crush a jig. It's just what they do. But a lot of times like that 21, I caught, it was like a, boop, and that's what it was. Um, so they just produce, and especially now with clear water. And as we go into wintertime, you know, you find that, find those wintering holes yep. and pull this thing along. If they're going to eat, one of them is going to get it. And, you know, you might catch your biggest fish in the wintertime. Uh, you yeah, definitely catch I, bigger fish in the winter. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it just your bite, your your quali- quantity goes down. But I think you said it best uh, when you said if a rock bass will heat, eat a half-inch jig and a bluegill eat a 110. That's what I tell people. I've been throwing, like, I'll show people the finesse jig from Jig Masters. And it's just, it's a big jig with a little bit less skirt, but still a bigger jig. And I'll throw a full-size crawl on it. I won't cut it down at all. And I've had 10 inch fish destroy that. And then I've had 19s destroy that. So yep. it get, I tell people the same thing. Smallmouth, it's, it's, it's a prey. Like you said, it's a prey response. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily matter. Like, obviously if you're throwing bigger glide baits and stuff, your smaller fish might not go after it all the time, but I've thrown big glide baits and they'll follow it. Caught, they'll follow it all day long. And I've had little ones hit it. I mean, I caught a rock bass on a glide bait this year. Yeah, I believe that. Like, it, it and it just smacked it and it could barely get the treble in its mouth but it <laughs> tried to do it it gave its best attempt yeah um so don't be for everyone out there don't be afraid to throw a full-size jig in the river it will get bit it'll get bit by the small ones and you have a much better chance of up upscaling your bite to getting a fish that mm-hmm. you want to take a picture with and you're not catching four thousand jimmies a day yep all right yeah that's exactly it um I, like i said I, a lot of my what i've learned um on the river is to not to, to try to throw, you know, a little bit larger bait. Cause I do think it gives you some upsides. Um, obviously you had to, you know, water, what's going on with the water, your, your weather conditions, all that plays a factor. Like I said, I've, I've, I've been leaning on this technique a lot lately because I have not had a moving bite, um, in so long that, uh, out, you know, outside of, uh, I want to work derby, at, like a lunchtime derby a couple weeks ago when I was throwing like a chatterbait in a tube, uh, but not on the river. Like I, I've been in like a crazy drought. I know we talked about swim baits this summer, been on a crazy drought on the river with those things. Um, they've in my world over here, they've been on the bottom for a while. Um, we, it cooled off a little bit at the beginning of October, then it shot back up and it's like this teeter-totter of doom in this uh yeah where they don't know what to do they're like it it's been like our year man 
we keep, keep eating? Should we should we not be? I mean, or should we go deep? Should we be upset? They just don't know what's going on. Um, it's supposed to cool off again this weekend, and I, I I'm hoping that sort of picks things up. And we get you know a couple more weeks of something good before the yeah. full time winter. Um, but yeah, it's just been a, it's been a weird weather wise fall. Um, I've capitalized, which is cool, but yeah. um. Yeah, it's been a little bit tough, and it's been kind of finding and, and tuning uh, a new thing or a newer thing. And I would just highly recommend if you got some clear water, throw a finesse football jig around. It's nothing special. Just make sure you're on the bottom. You don't have to dredge it, but make sure you're making contact and you're hitting stuff. Um, and then dial in your trailer. It doesn't have to be crazy. You need like two different. Dude, Matt, drop zone tackle should make a finesse jig. Let's Dude, that would be that would be so sick. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I that would uh yeah yeah, yeah that would sweet. be dope. The um, fun technique. Yeah, that's maybe I'm gonna message him. I'm just asking. <laughs> hey, figure it out. Dude, that, was um, a good that was a good podcast. That, like I haven't looked at his website yet because when I was uh, finishing that one up and I meant to, I was busy. Um, but I enjoyed that one. That guy has some cool stuff in the work. Dude, yeah. Matt gave me a few of them. Those things are pretty sweet. Everything he was talking about sounded awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 pumped. I'm actually I have one tied on and I'm gonna throw this weekend. Um just to see on it. It's a Tokyo rig. A little sweet. bit lighter, but I'm gonna throw it just to see because I feel like honestly, mm. when everyone else was throwing jigs, they were having to throw bitsy bugs. Or something super small, and I was throwing that finesse jig, but that little Guggen rattler, the the chunk, uh, rattling chunk. I think that's what produced a lot of my bites. It wasn't necessarily it was a jig, but it just had it was something different to where it had that little bit of rattle. Because yeah. just like the drop zone stuff, it's not overpowering. Like you shake it, and it sounds like a Vision One Ten. Yeah. It's just it's subtle. It's there. It'll add some vibration, and I think that's what got my bites. Because I mean, there were some jig bites I was throwing. I would just casting parallel with the bank from the boat and just bringing it back and dragging it sitting it and then popping it dragging it sitting it, just in random water i wasn't keying in on anything wasn't looking at rocks wasn't looking at i was just casting it because i was trying to find a fish and i watched one time it was 10 inches of water on the bank and it went down to like three foot and i watched a little wake go flying to it awesome the, the water was murky like it was muddy water, so there's no way, in my opinion. Now I'm not a smallmouth bass; no one is, so I don't really know what their eyesight is. Um, I'm sure it's great, but it was muddy to where I might have had three or four inches of visibility. So, but it keyed on something, uh, and I think it was that sound, and it saw it, and it said, "Boom!" and went right to it and smashed it. I bet you're right, man. Um, that's another thing too about these Thompson jigs is they they don't sound like um, it's more of a distinct sound in the water because they're uh, different density than uh lead jig so they do put off more sound and vibration in the water um that'd be the other reason that i do like the tungsten jigs i meant to say that um i do think you get a little bit more acoustics from that jig yeah. if that makes sense um but i bet your rattle and chunk theories uh is dead on it sounds right i'm just saying it, it makes sense to me so i'm gonna say that's fact because i understand <laughs> it and i think it's right so <laughs> but but nick been a great show brad do you have anything to Closes with no man not at all nick you got anything you want to shout your socials out and any other companies oh, sure. uh fck that's dadlicious on the instagrams um what, what does fck stand for 
Well, that's a different conversation, Bradley. Yeah. That's the coolest name ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you did well. You did um, well. Yeah. So if you guys want to check that out, um, I don't have any spots or anything. Um, I'm out here in the lonesome. Uh, but I have some uh, cast to catch videos up there. I also have FCK that's delicious. It's on YouTube. Um, a longer. There's no like produced video. It's some catch to catches um, stuff like that. I'm not uh, pursuing that. Um, so if you want to go check those out, um, yeah. If you have any questions? Let me know. I try to talk to real people, um, which I just mean you're not a bot on Instagram. Um, and also, it. by the way, Brad, dude, do you know how much hate I have gotten from that damn rock stack? I, yeah, I knocked over with my paddle, so I, I get <laughs> I get every notification for that video, and I read all three of them. I just laugh. I'm like, dude, oh, it's incredible. <laughs> it's you still in, get comments on it. It's calmed down this week, but it, I was on like a three week tear. Like I went, like the the comments went on a tear. I was like, ah, I'm not going to respond to this. this and then yeah. I was like, what are you doing? These people are morons. Um, and so, yeah, I had to spit back a little bit here and there. But um, like, that's well over 100,000 views now. And yeah, like, you awesome. can't even see the rocks falling in the water because I was going by it. Um, so, rock stackers, if you're listening still, you better know the next pile I find. Oh my God, damn. There's an the introduction. Stop I'm saying going. it's art. It's so hard. hard. So yeah, it's, it's not art. I I look for them now, especially in like right, like if I'm going by, I will just stare. And if I see one, I'm just like, oh, that's where I'm eating lunch today. And I'll go over there and I'll stare at it and I'll think somebody took the time to do this, and I will just kick it over and walk away and not. Care. Oh, it's gonna be a filmed production, and I'm going to run my mouth so hard while I do. It. <laughs> uh, so rock stackers, rock care, hashtag, whatever. I'm coming for you. Matt, we don't have very many of those stacked rocks on the GMR, but I guarantee you there's a ton of them on the Little Miami. Ooh. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a ton trip. of them on the Little Miami. The GMR doesn't have them because we have needles and crack. Well, it's yeah, deeper so. water, too, and it's kind of harder to get those rocks out. I got rope yeah, also, in the banks. If you go, I'm about to say, yeah, a GMR is deeper water, harder to get to, and also you could get stabbed. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't go there. The Little Miami, Brad, you're 100% right. I guarantee you every quarter mile there's a stack of rocks because of hippie the hippies who live over there. Yeah, they just the hippies are all just, let's stack the rocks for nature. No, you're stupid. <laughs> so it don't do that. Knocked over. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's, it's a shallow watermark. Man, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. If it was a sh- no, that's so stupid. Oh my god, Brad, you've been through that area. There's Use the USGS map, man, for a freaking marker. <laughs> or pay attention. Even yeah. better, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you're in a kayak, so just hit it and then get out and walk. Oh yeah. Oh, I could go yeah. that dumb stack I knocked over. There was other stuff around, but there was a tournament happening. I, that was like my best option to do that. I like <laughs> on it real hard. Uh, yeah. A couple others that were right there, and it was like, "Yeah, there's somebody fishing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna respect this person." Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's kind of a weird way to end. But that's no, funny. <laughs> Suck at rock stackers, <laughs> but I've got nothing else. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, if you have a problem with what we just said, make sure to message Nick on yes, uh, Instagram. Give him a follow though, so it's not all for naught. So we can. Uh, 
deal with your stupidity. But everybody, if it, if it offended you, we don't care. Stop listening. Yeah, I'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh later, guys. Oh lord. All right. Uh, I'm about to say there's everybody out there. Um, we didn't really cover it at the beginning. I want to cover it real quick before we stop. Uh, we're brought to you by Dark Horse Tackle. Some of the best baits American made that you've never heard of come in the box <laughs> here in the next week. Next week or the week after, we're going to do a review for this month's box. And I can tell you my champ box is a heater. Um, but we're also sponsored by Nico Baits, the best, in my opinion. Brad likes them too, but the best super plastic baits that you can get on the market. Um, keep an ear out. Once we get closer to the end of November and December, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Nico wants to do a giveaway on the ep- or on the show. Um, so we'll have some more information coming from that. But Nico Bates, check them out. You're not going to be upset. You got anything, Brad? See you later. Bye, everybody. Thanks for thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star